Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For your struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. After the last country I had been sent to in South America, I had heard in the spirit that in September I would be going to the U.S. September 5th, I arrived in the U.S. The night I arrived, I could just cry and cry, and that went on for almost a month. It's amazing that it had to be after my daughter rented the room where she did. The Lord's timing is perfect. As I walked through the house we were staying in, the neighborhood, and listened to the people in the area, I realized why it felt so heavy, and I would just cry. I would look at my daughter and cry. It was heavy. The Lord, through Matthew 5, 13-16, which explains who we are and the places He puts us in, it's amazing how the Lord lets us feel the pain that He feels for the places and souls. We will be in sharing his message and bringing deliverance. According to the people in the area, so much had happened in that community, from shootings to addiction. It could all be felt in the crying of the Holy Spirit in me. There was a lot of darkness, fear, sadness, anxiety, and much more. In the house we were staying in, on the same floor my daughter was renting, there was a man who drank and drank. He felt the light in my daughter and would approach her to say things that were mostly lies, such as him buying the refrigerator and monitoring the use of it. That he had bought furniture in the common areas, that people are there to take advantage of us, that my daughter needed protection. He was also used to promote fear without realizing it, as he would do what when my daughter would go to use the kitchen. With time, the Holy Spirit has made me understand that when somebody has not given their lives to Jesus, they're easily manipulated by the darkness. There was a woman in one of the rooms who every time she would come downstairs, I felt horrible in the spirit, a very upsetting and angry sense, as if there was something very dark in her, or whatever she was opening the door to was very dark. She would unplug the camera in the kitchen every time she would come down to use it. And at one point asked me if I was telling her, God bless you, Jesus loves you, out of fear. In the basement of the house, the TV would go on and off in its own. 
and the person upstairs would make sounds as if there was a construction of stairs because he was making his room silent in each different situation. In the midst of all of this, I would hear, you have to go, as the darkness did not want me in this area. When it's the Holy Spirit who speaks, I can sense it on my head, or it's so powerful that I cry. The word says that his sheep will know his voice. That happens as we receive Jesus and have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Then in the neighborhood, there was a square of a block where there was drug dealing, yelling, and a lot going on as if the darkness had proclaimed that area. Then after all of that and more being revealed, the work started. First, the Holy Spirit had me get tracks, which we bought with the provision he sent through his sister in Christ, that spoke about the plan of salvation, the love of the Lord, Bibles to give away, we gone in a church were gone in a church as well as other books i was also led to go to a place one day and a man in the train station on the way stated that he had heard as he prayed to bring tracks with him and he was led to give them all to me the lord started by having me have conversations with the men who lives in one of the rooms who i was led to pray with the one who would drink and approach my daughter in the house, praying twice with him, leaving a Bible and tracts on his door. And every time I would pass his room, praying for him to have such an encounter with the Holy Spirit. He stated that he doesn't want a new relationship with the Lord at this time, but he stopped approaching my daughter and calling her. He's buried her. His mom died recently and has taken up drinking as his answer to numb the pain. Praying and trusting, as it says in James 1, that he has an encounter with the real Jesus, not the one he has heard about or seen people believe in, but the Jesus that forgives, heals, gives purpose, eternal life, and so much more. The seed was planted. With the woman, conversations were had. There are things that she's doing personally that open doors to the darkness. So after listening to her, I prayed and asked the Lord to what to do, and he led. I heard treat her with kindness. There was a message of Jesus left on the counter so that whenever she or any of the other people will go and use the kitchen, they can see the message that said, Jesus wants you to know that he loves you. He wants a relationship with you. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there's forgiveness, healing, restoration, purpose, in eternal life, and much more. Talk to him. He wants to hear from you with a heart and the link to a free Bible app. Then I pray that if it was God's will for her to have a Bible to please provide one to give to her. As my daughter was walking to work, there were two boxes on the way in front of a house and she called me to ask me if I could go outside and get the boxes for her. In one of the boxes was a Bible that needed to be a bit glued together and it would be good as new. I was led to go to the store and get a strong glue in which the store people were also receiving the message of the good news from Jesus as they asked me to as they asked me who I, I was. Every opportunity is an opportunity to plant the seed of the good news of Jesus.
I was led to leave the Bible at her door. I was also led to have a conversation with the management of the house to let them know all that was going on, share my testimony of coming to Jesus, and the call as they realized I was in the room that my daughter rents and said I could only be here till the end of the month, as the rooms are only rented to one person. I was led to apologize for not letting them know, but that we were not sure how long I would be staying when I was sent here. I heard the Lord will surprise us in Jesus' name, and in the Holy Spirit, I heard Romans 8, 28 to 39, and it gave me a lot of peace and comfort. There is power in the word of God. It does what it says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, and in Hebrews 4, 12. I have learned and keep understanding that having a relationship with the Holy Spirit will lead us and keep us accountable. Also that the Lord intercedes for us through his body so he will connect us to encourage, convict, and correct one another as he leads. He will not connect us with just anyone with every connection as every connection is also with a purpose. Now we must also understand that everything in our life that is good comes from the Lord. Bad situations do not come from the Lord, and he is not the one who tempts us or creates bad situations. The enemies of our souls do, as we can read in the book of Enoch. Matthew 4 is a great example of this. Before reading the Bible, ask the Lord to give you understanding of what you need to understand. It helps. I was also led to pray and put worship in the basement and common areas, praying for the Holy Spirit to fill the place. And every time I would go out to any of these common areas, I would tremble, which make me realize that fear is not of the Lord. So when we feel fear, we must ask the Holy Spirit, where is that coming from? And what is our part to do and which spiritual tools to use? As the word says that our fight is not against flesh and blood in Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, such as the word and prayer as we are in the spaces. Everything in our lives is spiritual when we give our lives to Jesus and can only be understood in the spirit. As it says in 1 Corinthians 2, 14, each person is going through a different battle that only the Lord knows so as we approach every situation, it is important to speak to the Creator, Holy Spirit, and ask Him for directions. Tracks of the good news of Jesus were placed at the door, and as I was led to, prayers went out for each person as well for them to know the living God. Books with the story of Jesus were also given, also remembering what it says in 1 John 14. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. The scriptures and the Holy Spirit helps us over time to understand that when we give our lives to Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes to live in us, we're never alone. The creator of the universe of the world lives in us. 
Together with his angels, therefore, we are protected by him. And through the Holy Spirit and Bible, we get the tools needed to deal with each situation. The men outside on the large square of an area for about three months heard the good news and received Bibles, tracts, books about Jesus, prayer books, daily devotionals, as well as conversations about the Lord. I was led by the Spirit to sit outside of the area where they were selling drugs and also share the good news and prayers with those who would come to buy. The Holy Spirit also made it clear not to receive money and or anything material from those selling drugs because of where the money comes from. The Lord from the beginning of this call had said to me that the money would not come from those who were ministered to. In this season, he has also kept working in the importance of being satisfied, content with what he provides as he speaks to us in the Bible and waiting on him for what is necessary and where to go. This concept has taken time for me to understand. As he tells us about it in Matthew 6, 25 to 34 and other Bible verses. Some received, some were convicted and challenged, and for the first time with one of the men who sells drugs, I heard he was a son of perdition, which I had not heard before, which means man doomed to destruction. Due to the decision of not accepting the forgiveness and all that the Lord offers through him, our lives are changed when we come to Jesus. I heard not to speak to him anymore, and it took time as a person who has been called to share about Jesus. It, has, it was hard and sad to comprehend, as the desire of the Lord is that no one makes that choice and goes to an eternal place of suffering when he comes. Also, we see in the Bible, in Matthew 13, 1-23, and other Bible verses that helps us understand the different kinds of reaction to the good news, which helps us also with the discernment when we speak to people to understand where they are. We also have till our last breath to repent and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But as the Word says, it's best to make the decision where we're leaving. Because after we die, no one can intercede for us. The man I heard to stop talking would also attack Christianity, would try to get me material items to which I would hear he was trying to make up for not making the decision to come to Jesus and said he was powerful and a man of God. But none of the fruits in him show that. Read Galatians 5, Isaiah 55, John 3, Revelations 21 to 18 and Luke 43 to learn more about what has been spoken about in this paragraph. One day, as my daughter and I were going to a thrift store in the area to see if there were any items that were needed for the room, I was led to look to the right and saw this huge beige building, which turned out to be a Christian organization. I was led to go in and ask about the different programs they offer to the community and a man came out who explained what the organization was about and what they offered in the community. He invited us to come and check out their soup kitchen and Wednesday night Spanish language Bible study. 
I ended up being led by the Holy Spirit to help in the message given outside the line for the soup kitchen, where a short scripture, the good news of Jesus, daily devotionals, books, and prayer were shared. Also filling in as the Holy Spirit led in the Wednesday discipleship with a group of families that had recently arrived from South America that was also being led by a pastor that has been called where I was led to share the good news towards the end of the, my time being there. I was able to share testimonies at 10 events, which lead me to learn about the organization and see some people from the first city I was called to and spend prayer and fellowship time with some of the men who were also worked there. My daughter and I were also blessed with hot food and needed cooking items in the time there. The time ended in the organization as I sensed in the spirit the Lord needed me in other places where the message needed to be shared. It is important to be attuned with the Holy Spirit to know how long we need to be somewhere. I started hearing in the spirit to research the address of the jails and the prisons in the city where I had been. I asked a few people to pray and prayed that if I was, if was you placing that in the spirit to open the doors. In a few weeks, the day Thanksgiving is celebrated, one of the men who lives in a room had his girlfriend come over to help him cook. She works in a prison with a gardening program and she was led to give me the number and website for the Department of Corrections after we spoke. And when I went on it, I noticed that the person in charge was the man that the Lord placed next to me a while ago who was in that time in the town where I had first called to minister. And at that time, I was part of the jail's reentry panel in that country. Going to the jail once a month, the man was led to give me his personal number. Only the Lord can do that, so that whoever needs to hear the message of forgiveness, healing, restoration, purpose, eternal life, and much more can receive it. The Holy Spirit prompted a few people to be a blessing to us through coats and winter items, through money for the basic needs such as transportation, food, and even to be able to give to others. In this season, I was also placed in two online groups, one where people came together to read the Bible and express what was highlighted in the scriptures, read, and another where the same was done and similar topics were spoken about. The Holy Spirit knows how to encourage us, intercede for us, convict us, correct us, equip us through his body, as it says in Ephesians 4, 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. In the area of the parks, laundry, and community, there was a lot of sharing of the good news among the businesses and individuals. Wherever we as believers are placed is for the purpose of the Lord to be accomplished, for his kingdom to come and for the will to be done, for the great commission to be answered, as it says in Matthew 28, for the light of the Holy Spirit to bring a shift in that area to deliver those who are captive in Jesus' name. The Lord knows why and how he places us where he places us. A lot of seeds were planted wherever the Lord leads. 
It is important to rest in the Lord and work on the relationship with him as it says in Exodus 21 to 17. By every day talking to him and reading his word in the Bible and at taking at least one day to rest in him from the worries and everything else that concerns us and putting it in his hand and being filled by his things by his word by his music by everything that is him it is important that after we give our lives to jesus that we watch what comes through our ears and mouth as we need to take care of the holy spirit in us and it will also reflect what happens in our everyday life we become living testimonies for people who do not know jesus in the next blog podcast i will god willing be sharing what happened with the living situation, the jail, prisons, detention centers, connection, and anything else that the Lord leads to share. After we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior by doing what Romans 10 tells us, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us and the process of reverse starts as it is mentioned in John 3. We start surrendering the old as it says in Matthew 16. Then we get forgiveness of our past transgressions, the tools to heal from our past hurts, the gifts and the fruits of the spirit to accomplish the purpose the Lord has with our lives. We get eternal life, meaning we will not have to worry about where we're going at the end of our lives and so much more that we learn through his word in the Bible. Then we can answer the Great Commission, as it says in Matthew 28, and do everything the Lord tells us we will do with the authority given by Him. How did this blog podcast speak to you? Have you given your life to Jesus? If you have not taken the time to repent, and He will give you a new life, forgiveness, healing, restoration, eternal life, and much more. If you have given your life to Jesus and have drawn away from him, take the time to repent and he will receive you back. He does not give up on us. Take the time to read the scriptures from the Bible mentioned here. Read or listen to the previous blog podcast and as led by the Holy Spirit, share and subscribe to this blog podcast. The free link to Download the free Bible app has been included in every blog podcast to have access to the Bible on any device in any language. And in this blog episode, the link to a Holy Spirit led free series called The Chosen, as well as the free PDF from the Book of Enoch.